Guys, do you just want to get into this and talk about Bad Baby? Bad Baby! I really don't. Desperately trying to talk about anything else. See, why do you start every episode talking about how little you want to talk about the subject? It's on brand. (laughs) (laughs) You need to expand your brand, Steve. And for everyone listening, welcome to the Songtopsy Report, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. I'm Steve Trollinger. And if you want a little bit of a shortcut for this episode, go back, Mm -hmm. listen to our Lil Pump episode, listen to all the things I said, and then just block out whenever I talk this whole episode, because I guarantee it'll be the exact same thing. You're saying we're talking about another young, obnoxious artist who came into her fame undeservingly? I mean, I was saying it in like a, a way that wasn't on so, on the nose so much that made me seem smarter. It was a yeah, it was, it was a clever you way know, of, how, of saying that. How fair is that to say, though? You know what I mean? Like, doesn't every famous person just have like this kind of annoying likeness to want to get out there and just be the center of attention? I'm not, I'm not going to lie, guys. This is going to be a very dark episode because I feel terribly for this young woman. I I do as well. Guys, this is going to be a very serious episode of the Song Tops we Report. There's not going to be a single laugh, which won't make it any different from any previous episodes. But at least this time we're trying to be serious. <laughs> so what song are we doing today, Nick? What song are we doing today? It's an excellent question. We are doing a song by Bad... No, sorry. Bahad Bahabi. A.K.A. Danielle Brigoli. But if you don't know either of those two names, you probably just know her as the Cash Me Outside girl. You're probably someone who has goals and a life built for themselves and have no need to know things like this because your life is fulfilling. Yes, you are not us. But are (laughs) those people are watching Dr. Phil, though, just to like... See other people struggling as they're just to be just to be able to feel a little bit better. Just (laughs) oh man, I thought I was having a bad day, but I'm not that person, so it's got to be good. You think that's every middle aged housewife in America? Yes. Oh, absolutely, dude. That's all. They sit down, watch the TV all day. Oh, okay. While while working, social justice warrior Mike Russell. (laughs) Yeah, middle aged women. They just sit at home all day watching the soaps. Yeah, you know, like progressives. While also making the the life such a better place for their families. Yep, making the life. But once again, driving home the point, they're not working. Mike wants you to know, women don't work. They just care for their homes and their children and watch their daytime soaps. Ah, come on, baby. You're wearing shoes in the house? I told you. Told you no shoes in the house. Oh, God. I'm I'm painting other things. You're not going to be going outside enough to need those shoes. I can under I can honestly understand that appeal though because when you if you're a mother watching Dr. Phil just seeing episode after episode of just terrible rambunctious 13-year-olds who are stealing things it probably makes you feel either a really good about your own children or b terrified for their welfare and either way that's going to draw ratings no doubt but no that description I gave certainly applies to Danielle Bergoli it's very easy to talk about her history in that she appeared on an episode of Dr. Phil had a memorable catchphrase, and has been writing a multi-million dollar music career ever since. But don't take our words for it on that musical career. Here's a little bit of this hit song by Daniel Bergoli and her dope stage name, Bahad Bahabi, the song Hi Bitch, spelled B-I-C-H. Oh my God, Ronnie. White J's, white Porsche, white wrist, white horse. Hi bitch, hi bitch, hi bitch. I do not sniff it to roll it. It do not drip when I pull it. I do not run, I reload it. I do not save it, I throw it. I'll stop there uh, for several reasons. Stop forever. Well, firstly, that's about half of the entire song, in that this song is only about a minute and 55 seconds long. So, not that I want to get into the music video at all, but she is in a courtroom, and I'm wondering, is this like a reflection of what she's been doing? Doing like going to court all the time, saying hi, bitch, to the the freaking jury. I well, just, you know what? <laughs> let's get into that. So the whole reason. Yes, let's do whatever we can to not have to listen to this <laughs> for the rest of the episode for as long as we can. So the whole reason 
that she is even in the spotlight or in the cultural zeitgeist in any context was because because she- America's broken, Nicholas. <laughs> Society Thank you very much. For, they, that is the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening. Society you can follow us broken. on Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> no, she appeared on an episode of Dr. Phil on a segment tight called... Oh, would you like me to read it as Dr. Phil? Sure, yes. Yeah, so... <laughs> Hello there, it's me, Dr. Phil. Welcome back to the show where we're discussing our newest segment, I Want to Give Up My Car-Stealing, Knife-Wielding, Twerking 13-Year-Old Daughter Who Tried to Frame Me for a Crime. <laughs> that is not Stephen exaggerating. That is verbatim what the segment Daniel Bergoli was on was called. You know, you think, uh, so like when you get invited to be on Dr. Phil, they're like, here, why don't you just give us a, a real quick one sentence of like what your problem is about it. And she used every possible character possible yes. <laughs> to make the title. And Dr. Phil is always so very precise in his in his uh, uh, diagnoses, too. <laughs> well, your your primary problem appears to be that you're a dumb hoe. <laughs> you're fat because you, you're that, fat because you eat too much. Yeah, lest you think Dr. Phil is a hack, would a hack doctor have a segment on his show called I Want to Give Up My Car-Stealing, Knife-Wheeling, Twerking, 13-Year-Old Daughter Who Tried to Frame Me for a Crime? I think not. (laughs) So Danielle Bergoli appears on the show talking about her various car-stealing, knife-wielding, twerking ways. And near the end of that, one of the segments in that show, um, there's this exchange. Okay, so you just take it and you don't consider that it belongs to someone else. No. Your keys in my room, you're asking for it. You don't leave your keys in a per- in someone's room when they've stolen cars before. Like, you asking for it. She's not wrong. <laughs> um, like I said. Are pro- you being swayed already? No, like I said, the problem is society is broken. <laughs> the fact that we have to now think to ourselves, wait a second, she's a car thief. I should probably, first of all, why are you hanging out with the car thief? She's your daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. First of all, why are you hanging out with a car thief? (laughs) This is actually actually an intervention for the mother. (laughs) My mother keeps hanging out with car thieves. That's the name of the segment. (laughs) You need to be the change you want to see in your life. So find a rural area where cars aren't even necessary. So what do you think is going to happen when you happen to steal somebody's car that disagrees with that and decides that they're going to drop a hammer on you and prosecute you to the full extent of the law? Then I do my time in jail. Jail ain't nothing. That's what I always do, and they never catch me. Ain't nobody going to catch me. No, fuck that. She don't know it. She don't... Jail sucks. Mike, as someone who's been caught many times. Mike, tell us about jail. It, it, it sucks. And you know what? Time for our recurring segment on the Song Topsy Report, That Time Mike Went to Jail. <laughs> yeah. So, Mike. Time for our newest recurring segment on the Dr. Phil Show, That Time That Mike Russell Went to Jail. <laughs> Mike, why don't you tell us about it? So when she says jail ain't nothing to me, what would you say to young Miss Bergoli here to convince her otherwise? I'd be like, bitch, yo, you, you would Okay, let's stop right <laughs> there. First of all, don't talk like her to her. That's how you can relate with people. Dude, the, you, the here's best the thing. way to you, relate you to someone. You might be right, but calling a 13-year-old girl a bitch just in no way, shape, or form rubs me the right way. That yeah, but is... you don't do it in the bad way. You do it in the good way. What is the good way? Like, bitch, listen. All right? Okay. You know what I mean? I'll roll with it. Because you're not, you're not saying- <laughs> I'll allow it. You're not coming at aggressive, like- Bitch, you're coming out like, yo, bitch, listen, all right? That's what we got to talk about. You're being crazy right now, all right? You're saying jail ain't nothing. you say saying jail, all right? But you lose all your freedom up in there. You ain't allowed to do nothing when you're up in jail, all right? You got to get out of there. You got to live your life. You got to be free. Man, you're wasting all this time, Stephen. What do you need a car for? You're 14. Come on. Focus up, all oh, right? God, it's okay. So social <laughs> justice warrior Mike Russell, ladies and gentlemen, let's give him a hand. <laughs> yeah. A, call a 13-year-old girl a bitch. B, talk to her. By re-reappropriating the language that she's reappropriating from people who are not her, yes, at her, uh, essentially, bitch, please is your the that's the to sum up that that would be your bitch, please. Okay. Do streetwise. Yup. And all these hoes laughing like so funny. She's talking about the audience. 
Start laughing at her. Did Did you say the 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 hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Screw you, Doctor Phil. You know what she said. Yeah. Now, now let me see if I can understand this. Did you just in this moment that passed, not this moment that passed, but the moment before the moment that passed, mm-hmm. did you in fact just refer to the studio audience, specifically the female members of the studio audience? Because to clarify, there are male and female members in the studio 45 audience. 45 minutes later. <laughs> did you in fact refer to them as hoes? What, is, that, is that condescending or pretentious? Is what? What him, Doctor Phil asking a question like that? Of course, of course, she's. No, I mean, it's him. It's him going full Springer, and go. She called. I'm stealing, stealing this a bit from someone. I can't remember his name. Pablo Francisco's comedian, but he does a bit where he where he's talking about like Jerry Springer, and it goes. So she called you a puta. Why would she call you? Like he just starts shit. That's his start, start shit. That yeah. Start yeah. That but on the but on the surface, it just seems like he's clarifying. But the intention. Is till yeah, yeah stir call, the pot. Call him hose again. Call yeah. him hose again. Catch me outside. How about that? Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside. What does that mean? What I just said. Catch her outside means she'll go outside and do what she has to do. That's what she's talking about. Oh yeah, this yeah, is okay, all. Yeah. This is all. But don't you see that this is all mouth? This is mouth. Now, 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 I make up a lot of bullshit on this show that I have no earthly clue what it means. A very candid episode of Dr. Phil. But what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> there, there are several different layers of interpolation one needs to undergo to get to the root of the sentence that I think it's a sentence. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> But no, uh, Danielle Bergoli claims that she had that that wasn't a phrase she used all the time. That that was just something she said in the moment there on Doctor Phil, and for some reason that just clicked with the internet. It clicked with the culture in general, and that just became a ubiquitous phrase that was heard all over. Now this was like over a year ago that this clip came out, and. I remembered Cash Me Outside. How about that? Yeah. Like, like me and my friends would joke. Like, that'd be like our joke expression for a little bit. It's got good flow to it. You it, know? Does. it just comes it does. out naturally. Could one of you fine gentlemen kindly catch me outside? How about that? <laughs> but one would think, okay, you know, flash in the pan of 15 minutes of fame and then it would disappear. But no. No, Danielle Bergoli has hooks where she just stays relevant in that she started doing music. And of course, the, the the response of everyone was like, oh my God, the Cash Me Outside girl is coming out with music. Of course she is, because this is America, blah, blah, blah. But then she released the music, and then people like Mike think it's fire. It is fire! I'm t- dude, listen, maybe not everyone, and the one we're making fun of today isn't one of the better ones, but dude, she did some Gucci flip-flops with uh, with our boy uh, Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty. Lil y- Song Topsy <laughs> Report alumni Lil Yachty. <laughs> Which... Guys, I'm sorry, but I'm telling you, this girl can spit some rhymes. She got it. Well, you, you, you're not the only one who agrees with that. She has, I'm pulling up my numbers right now, uh, over 4.6 million subscribers on YouTube, and she has 13.6 million followers on Instagram. My God. She is the youngest artist to have a, oh, what is the exact Don't statistic? use that word. Don't use that word. Artist? <laughs> The youngest female rapper to ever appear on the Billboard Hot 100 chart with her debut single, uh, These Hoes, spelled H-E-A-U-X. However, this song that we're discussing today, which is one of two... This is so confusing. So, the song that we're discussing today, uh, Hi Bish, is... is How is bitch spelled? It is spelled B-I-C-H. Which is Latin for generosity. Yes, as Mr. Mackey taught us many years ago. (laughs) But no, this this song, when I first saw this video, it confused me. Because at first I thought it was like two, it was a one song that had a very weird flow to the music video aspect of it. Until I discovered, no, it is in fact two songs. It is Hi Bish and What You Know, spelled W-H-A-C-H-U Know, um, that are both two songs that are about a minute and three quarters each. But now here's the thing. I I feel bad for this for this young lady because she... Has been robbed of a childhood. She has, because once you once once you enter a certain 
you know, cross a certain threshold realm or whatever, yeah. there's, I mean, there's no going back. And yeah, I mean, clearly, even pre-Dr. Phil, she didn't seem to be on a very good path, but now she has all of Atlantic Records pushing her to be whatever personality she has to be to sell more records. Yeah, she's being rewarded for bad behavior so that she'll never learn to correct said bad behavior. You know, at one point on Dr. Phil, she said in a, in a follow-up episode that she wanted to be a nurse. She's not going to be a nurse. You know You know how, how badly America would need another nurse and how less they need another terrible rapper? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You mean another internet personality slash rapper? Don't you spew that profanity on this show, Steven. You know what? We need... You know what we need to start doing? We need... Giving up. <laughs> yes. Listen. How here, here. All these, all these uh, internet personalities, all these rappers, they're making money because they're getting the um, sponsorships and they're getting uh, advertising and things like that. We need to start advertising our nurses and our doctors. How? And we got to start sponsoring them. That way, you know, the favorite doctors, you know, maybe a little Hershey, like a NASCAR shirt, you know what I mean? Then <laughs> that way, they start making the money they deserve because no one's getting into these professions because they're, they're undervalued. These nurses, they go through so much and they... I mean, uh, uh, Mr. Johnson getting his blood taken by the number eight nurse, the tide nurse. Oh, but here comes the number 13 nurse. The, uh, uh, shit. Give me a, let's see that replay. (laughs) I ran out of products already. Pepsi. (laughs) The number 13 Pepsi nurse coming around the outside. She's coming in with that bedpan hot. Oh, why is it hot? That's going to hurt the patient. That's absolutely right, David. I don't know what she's thinking. Yeah. I'm just imagining like a slow-mo video of two nurses, like, slowly walking down a hospital hallway and then they're about to collide with each other. <laughs> oh, no. And they do. Oh, my God. Oh, the humanity. It's bed panic here in the hospital and I'm glad to have a front row seat. But let's hear a little bit more of Hi, hi Bish. White wrist, white horse. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. So that first little chunk, Mike, what is so, what is so amusing? So there's there's all ladies in the jury, and there's one dude, and she says hi, bitch, and he looks at the lady next to him. Who's looking. Is she talking to you? Oh, are what? you the bitch? What did you say to her? Wait, wait, sorry, am I the bitch? Is she, wait, are, you, are you the bitch? Wait, who? Oh, man. It's possible that she's referring to all of us as a bitch, but doesn't use the plural because she has no vocabulary. We collectively are the bitches. So she said white J's, uh, Jordan's. Mm. White Porsche, it's a car. Mm. White wrist, which is her skin. Yes, but it it implies that you're wearing expensive jewelry, uh. so that's why you have a white wrist. She said she has a seventh grade education. Yes. Then she dropped out after that. Well, why do you need to go to school when you have a multi million dollar deal with Atlantic Records? God, this country's so <laughs> fucked up. You know what the problem is? It's greed. Fuck Gordon Gecko. <laughs> greed is not good. Whoa, whoa, controversial statement there, Steve. Anybody who got into the financial sector because they saw Wall Street and were like, I want to be that guy, you can die and burn in hell (laughs) because you're the reason everything sucks. Was Gordon Gekko supposed to be the protagonist in any sense in that movie? He's supposed to to obviously be a bad guy, but a whole generation of people saw that movie and went, I want to be that guy, and now everything's screwed. Michael Douglas had a cool monologue, I want to work in Wall Street. (laughs) And that's how we got to Bahad Bahabi. Because it's all about making money. And if you can make money taking advantage of a 15-year-old, less than stellar student who has just so happened to get (laughs) Get stupid internet famous from being an idiot, then by God, we're going to make that money. Screw internet personality. Less than stellar student should be the first statement on her Wikipedia page. I'm just yelling that at her Did from the from the street. Less than stellar student. That's what you are. And that, Steve, that would make you a 30 year old man yelling at a 15 year old girl. <laughs> Bitch, I got a four in AP bio. Damn it! How is she taking AP classes already? I was wrong. It's funny. There was a rumor that she got a full ride to Harvard, but then she said that that wasn't true on TMZ. Yeah. But it's like you wonder. You think she is getting like school, like schools reaching out, being like, "Oh, we want this girl to come graduate from here." What about her screams Harvard material? I mean that honestly. Like money. 
Well, she's definitely not Yale material. <laughs> <laughs> Capital joke there. <laughs> you know these colleges are all about the cash monies, man. And they'll it's get true. you a degree if you pay up enough and that's it. And it's a sick, sick system. Oh, you mean for-profit college is a bad thing? For-profit education? For-profit uh, health care? For-profit? For-profit? For- you mean it's a bad thing? Hey, with a proper education, she could be our English teacher for a new generation of young Americans. I do not sniff it or roll it. No. It do not drip when I pull it. No. I do not run, I reload it. No. I do not save it, I throw it. So that was quite a series of boasts there. She says, I do not sniff it or roll it, implying she's not on drugs, contrary to popular belief and contrary to the fact she's been arrested several times for marijuana possession. Maybe she means like smoke crack. Okay. Yeah, you know I, what? I would hope the bar is fairly low. Sure, she, maybe she's not smoking. I crack. like she shouldn't be smoking marijuana either, because like before she should it, be in school with her friends. She should smoking marijuana. Yeah, she should be smoking marijuana with her friends in like eighth grade right now. I guess she is fifteen now. I don't know. She's I, fifteen. I now. figure yes. like, yeah, she's grown so much in the past two years. <laughs> I just, I don't. I didn't drink until I was seventeen. And maybe that was a little late for some people, but like I'm glad I. Didn't. But you've been making up for it ever since. Oh, you know what? Maybe. I can... <laughs> Although other countries, like I mean, kids are going to the bar at 13, so maybe it's a cultural thing. I, I don't know. <laughs> but, it's a cultural thing, but, and it is. It, it varies by state. Uh, it's it varies by state, by country. I mean, obviously the jokes about the Europeans, you know, just <laughs> it's like, uh, look, I give a cigarette to a baby. <laughs> It fills their tiny lungs with smoke and makes them strong. Look off. Look off. <laughs> white Jays. White Porsche. White wrist. White horse. High bitch. So she high says bitch, white wrist and I thought she said white race. And I was like, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, hang on there. Hey, she's just, <laughs> just being proud of her heritage, Steve. Is that a problem? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my, my God, goodness. it is. <laughs> You know, I was about to say, Mike, I, w- Nick and I have been meaning to talk to you. Yes. This whole show has been a ruse. It's secretly been an extended therapy session. And we hope by the end of the show, uh, by the time we go off the air, you'll have made several breakthroughs. But I feel like we're just making them worse now. I'm just spiraling out of control here, guys. I don't know. Chaos. Yeah, I'm a neutral chaos, man. Just like, I like freedom. That's about it for everybody. But like for everybody, a, for everybody. Mike, you're not blinking. Bitch, hi, bitch. Please stop! Please stop! Please stop! Please stop! My thoughts exactly. <laughs> In my head, I'm going, please God, please God, please God, please God. Stop that shit. That fit look like you bought it at the kiosk. Wait, now what's, the, what's the fit? That. Is that like a shirt? Yeah, some article of clothing. Looks oh. like you bought it out of kiosk. And then she worked in, was it on sale, though? <laughs> so so is buying clothes at the kiosk? You know what? I always got, you always get a negative feeling when you're passing by the kiosk and you got the creepy salesperson that's always drawing you in or the really hot salesperson trying to dry you in and like put salt on your hands. And you just know when you're making a purchase. But it's that- a clothing store, so it seems <laughs> weird. <laughs> But you always feel like oh, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be buying something here. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be buying anything at this kiosk. I don't know what I'm doing. And I always buyer's remorse every time I leave a kiosk. Buyer's yes. remorse. Because every time you enter a mall, you leave with so much of that like Dead Sea like moisture. The Dead Sea, yeah, yes. exactly. Oh my, this lady. Oh, she took me for a ride. That was about 150 bucks on all that salt. I haven't used any of it, man. <laughs> it feels good, but it's. 150 bucks? Like, get out of here. She's you spent 150 bucks on one of those Dead Sea kiosks? Listen, this lady gave me a hand massage for like 30 minutes, and I was like... I That's an excessive long time for a hand massage. <laughs> it's really nice. Like, there's not a lot of surface area. <laughs> she just kept going at it. First, you get the salt, and then you get the lotion, Pepper. and then you have like... You get lost in conversation. Oh. Next thing you know, you spent 150 goddamn dollars. She's a sales genius, let me tell you. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, so much rap today. The lyrics are about coming up with more clever ways to discuss your conspicuous wealth. That's all it is. It's just coming up with creative ways. Like, she has nothing to say in this, which which makes sense, A, because once again, I'm sure a team of ghostwriters wrote it for it. She's being haunted by the ghostwriters that she has here. And... Because what is she going to talk about other than the money that she got by signing the record deal in the first place to be a rapper? It's a vicious cycle. 
She has the money because she signed to Atlantic Records. Because she signed to Atlantic Atlantic Records to be a rapper, she raps about the money that she got. That's the whole cycle. Oh, all right, all right. But it's one song. It's one song, right? So you have to you have to music. When you when you are involved with music and artistic expression, mm-hmm. you're often going through your own personal experiences that were meaningful to you. Yes. Okay. You're talking about a 13 year old girl who suddenly made millions of dollars off of like per, you know being on Doctor Phil after like a crazy life of stealing cars and like cash me outside and then. By the people. way, sorry. Fun fact: While she was on Doctor Phil, she stole one of the crew members' cars <laughs> of Doctor Phil. You know Dr. Phil left the keys in there just to see that happen. I know I left my car here somewhere. <laughs> that was a setup. That was, oh. You think he set her oh, up? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Come on. Come on. He's like, all right. Hey. He's like, tell us, guys, guys, listen. He's I speaking want- very loudly to one of the crew members. So I'm going to leave my keys here, okay? And nobody touch them, okay? Nobody. Hey, I'm te- Dude, I would not be surprised. Absolutely. He's after ratings, baby. Today's, we gotta get that girl to steal this car. Today's newest segment: talk show hosts who get their comeuppance. <laughs> we'll be talking with myself, my good friend Maury Povich, and his illicit daughter by a former lover. <laughs> but no, Mike, what were you saying? Uh, where was I going with that? What was I saying about Doctor Phil leaving the keys out? Or before I before the- that, what the hell was I talking about? How artists require meaningful experience in oh, order so to write about it, yes. and she has never had a meaningful experience. Right. So this, I mean, there's got, there's gonna yes. be a song so, about the money. There's so she shouldn't be. be a rapper then, if she well, has nothing to talk about. She's she's released a lot of tracks though. <laughs> I wonder what each of those tracks is about. No, here, here's the thing. I don't. I would have done probably the exact same thing as her as a 13-year-old girl. With the opportunity to make millions of dollars and perform, absolutely, I would do that. <laughs> you is that the yourself- best thing to do? No, and that's where reason responsible adults should have come in and failed her miserably. You have to oh. put yourself in a lot of shoes for that. I do. If I was a 13-year-old girl who steals cars, I would have to do this. Now, listen. Now, Nick, I'm I'm playing a lot of devil's advocate today. I am. I'm throwing throwing a lot of lot of support behind bad baby right now. But I'm just saying Most other disreputable groups. <laughs> <laughs> but Riddle me this, Nick. Okay. Riddle me this. So you're saying she doesn't deserve this fame and fortune. So where do you think she'd be if it didn't happen? I didn't say she doesn't deserve this fame and fortune. And well, like, I said she doesn't deserve it. <laughs> well, like any bad artist or musician we have discussed on this podcast, you can only blame the artist so much. If there was zero audience for it, then they wouldn't be successful. Yes. But there is an audience. And once again, going back to Steve's main thesis that um, our society is broken. These are the symptoms of a bad society. They're not the root cause. So I don't blame them for being the root cause. I don't blame people for their mistakes, but I do ask that they pay for them. You know, I think she came up. She's like ready to play ball. She can spit. She can spit, man. And you know what? If she Especially could, at her mom when they get in an argument. <laughs> if she couldn't, she wouldn't be this big right now. I don't think so. Think about... Uh, is, she, is she this big right now? I pointed out that she has 4.6 million oh, right. YouTube subscribers. Oh, yeah. The that... video we're watching right now has almost 100 million views. That's why she has. Wow. Why you counting all that money that we got? I ain't worried about no basic bitches. All y'all look like still fly spirit. All y'all must not have... That point hurts. <laughs> what is wrong with Spirit Airlines? Spirit Airlines is, is hell on wings. <laughs> Worse you... than Delta? Oh, God, yes. I've heard so many. I, I I don't even fly Spirit. I've heard enough horror stories about it. I've had very pleasant experiences on Delta. Yo, but Spirit's mad cheap, bro. That's going to get you. <laughs> Spirit has got, like, three different packages in terms of flights you can get. They've got they've got premium, they've got basic, and they got fuck you. That's their third one. That's just the overhead compartments. That's where Spirit crams you in. It's called Spirit because there's a higher likelihood of you dying on it. So... I don't disagree with her in that that's a pretty good dig, saying all y'all look like you still fly spirit. <laughs> but at least they're traveling. I like Alaskan Airlines. Yeah, they're, they're nice. pretty They're pretty affordable as well. Let's talk about other airlines. Oh, oh Qantas. I'll tell you, Qantas gave me some like uh, courtesy I've wine. I've never heard of Qantas. Oh, Sounds cool. like it's run by hunchbacks. It's what flies. <laughs> <laughs> or Bond villains. It's, it's the Australian airline to get to... Um, 
Australia to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> to get the it's Australian oh, shit. flight. Shit, where does they fly? Between Tel Aviv and Lisbon. Looked in the mirror. All y'all looking, but the windows in it. Hi, bitch. I don't know what made I. I hate this. Hi, bitch. Probably because you're calling everyone a bitch. <laughs> but granted, they wouldn't necessarily have been haters prior to that. She she's wondering why is everyone hating on me? Because folks like this are so far up their own ass that absolutely no constructive criticism, which I am not saying I'm giving because it is not. <laughs> okay, here um, you know is is going to ever reach them because they are so far up in their own mythos of themselves that they'll never consider the fact that hey maybe I'm the problem here. I agree with that, but I genuinely feel bad because 13 is not old enough to understand that. It is not her fault. It becomes more and more her fault the further she goes. But Yeah, yeah. I blame everyone. Yes. There's a lot of people to blame. I blame you. I blame me. Yes. I blame them. Do I blame you, her. Do you Dr. Phil. Do I you, blame Dr. Phil. I, Dr. Hill. Dr. Hill. Dr. Hill? His no, nefarious blame, cousin? I blame his evil twin, Dr. Hill. I'm telling you what, she's... <laughs> Dr. Phil with a curlier mustache. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, if all the money and all this attention is going to be better or worse for her, because she was already heading worse. down a horrible path. Worse. Money and attention is always worse for teenagers who are unaware of, like, how, I was making a point and I lost myself. It's always going to be worse. We've that's the if there's a if there's a single hypothesis that this whole show is based upon, it's that money and fame make it worse. Lil Pump, uh, six nine, her. Like they, uh, the millionaire girls, like we, they're. It's not going to make it better. It's uh, only ever going to make it worse. I like the millionaire girls. We know we're not going to retread that. <laughs> okay. Steve has a point though, because she's the kind of person who gets in brawls uh, with. I don't even know where to begin with this little tangent, but there's a oh shit, there's a nine-year-old Canadian rapper. Um, nine. Yes, her name is Lil Tay. She got in a fight. With Danielle Bergoli in Los Angeles. This is from TMZ. So it's a I, reputable news source is what you're telling well, me? Well, I mean, they were filming it. But I, 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 I don't know... I, I, I don't know what comment I want to make on this other than the fact that we live in a world where this is where what happens. a nine-year-old is being fought with with a 13-year-old on the streets of Los Angeles? Where a nine-year-old, a 15-year-old, and an 18-year-old are fighting on the streets of LA with bodyguards... Pushing the nine-year-old away. Why didn't they just pick them up? <laughs> it's a very they're good kids. That's a fair point. You just pick up kids when they're fighting. My, my nieces and nephews fight all the freaking time. You know what I mean? Like, kids fight. Oh, what is wrong with you? Go! Okay, Hey, someone said leave, little girl. It's kind of the pot calling the kettle black. They are all children. I, I is, is that that that's a funny phrase, Nick. Yeah, uh, the feud was uh, sparked after Danielle claimed that Vicky used a racially derogatory term to describe one of her best friends at a birthday party. Yeah, so um, whoa, Vicky is another child rapper. Who somehow got in a brawl with Danielle? Steve, Steve, you're sweating. Along <laughs> with applying, <laughs> along with Lil Tay, who's the nine-year-old Canadian rapper who uh, drops profanity like she's getting paid. Well, she probably is getting paid for it. Whoa! Come on, Mona! Whoa! I can't. What must those bodyguards be thinking about their lives right now? Well, are they just have this has got to be? Uh, I, I'm attributing to them the level of introspection I wish the children had, but I <laughs> the sound of silence by Sergeant Garfunkel yeah, is playing in their exactly. head the whole time. This has got to be a moment of uh, introspection and retrospection for them to just how did it like this? It's gonna there's gonna be like a freeze frame and a record scratch, and then like their voiceover says, "I bet you're wondering how I got here." <laughs> Crying multi-million dollar children apart from each other who are feuding in the streets of L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is... These, these were paths walked by the greats of the Hollywood Golden Age. Like, Cary Grant walked there and shopped. 
and 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 uh, like uh, Hepburn, Clark Gable, Gary Cooper. <laughs> they they were all they were like they were. This, this is this was their turf, and now they're dead. And now this is their turf. The detritus of American society. Now, now I'm sorry. That was the nine-year-old. You bitch. Mike, <laughs> this is tragic. This is not funny. Oh, it's listen. Kids fight. Yeah, but they, like don't, they don't fight while being filmed on TMZ with bodyguards that, around them. But that's it. That kids. You're talking to a microphone. You don't have to shout. Kids anymore. fight all the time. The reason this is, I mean, but the, because they're celebrities, they're getting all this more attention and all these crowds hyping it up more and more. But like, listen, kids, this this happens every day. Kids fight, man. Yeah, but they don't fight like a rapper feud in the middle of a town square. Did they even? I, now I missed the part because the, the, the camera's going all over the place. Now, yeah, very terrible camera. Work I mean, on TMZ's it's not part. like this isn't horrifying video. This is a bunch of. This is, I think it's pretty it's damn a horrifying. Few girls yelling at each other, pushing each other in the street. I didn't even see a sweat. They might have hit each other, but I mean, like. It's not like the insults that nine year like I, I understand that things times are not as innocent anymore, whatever. But the 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 few that two, that like a nine year old should be getting with another nine year old is your feet stink or you're stupid. It shouldn't be my Hey bitch. What you know Hey bitch, you talk shit about me on the gram. <laughs> it's context, Mike. That's what we're talking about. I got a lot of I got a lot of shit in sixth grade for not swearing. I didn't swear till ninth grade. Yeah. Which now it's kind of surprising. Along with my drinking habits, but um, <laughs> but I used to go to Lake City Skate, right? And I was like in sixth grade, and this five year old came up to me, and she gave me the double bird and told me to go fuck myself, and I was floored, horrified. Like, how could a five year old come up and verbally dismantle me? You know what I mean? It is. It's dismantle. You don't know how to handle it, and it's. I mean, it so- was a five year old. <laughs> you were dismantled by a five year old. I was. I couldn't defend myself, Nick. See, I told you, one extended therapy session. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's just because someone starts swearing when they're younger, like it's not like it's not all. Yeah, but then hope you start stealing cars, and she, oh god, she had to. But she's not stealing cars anymore. Is she? Oh, I guess she did. She get... was on probation. Right, she was on probation. Up and, and she she would still be on probation if she didn't switch lawyers and have one that somehow got her off of that. Who didn't steal their parents' cars at sixteen? I didn't. Man, it's good oh. to know. It's good to know that Michael Cohen's still getting work. She after her Doctor Phil episode, she had to go to this. She went to like this ranch for like troubled teens that like he was sent let like he sent her on and while she was there Rancho like, Duchero yeah Rancho Duchero yeah. how did you know I'm on the board <laughs> she had to have classes on like why stealing is wrong on sex ed on why, on stealing. why sex ed is wrong yes it was a very confusing set of curriculum uh, actually I, no, I, I, I did stealing read cars set of drug curricula. possession sex at 13 to 15 like this like I'm saying it's not just strong language no, but it's good that she was getting these education classes. Yeah, but what, do, what does she care about that now? Because she's oh, because she's not on probation anymore, or like, a, does she, she have to? Still, does she finish the class? She is under no obligation to do anything other than maintain the image that got her to her sp- place of success in the first place. If you have to take a class telling you why stealing cars is wrong, then you're already way behind the rest of the class. You are cutting very close to home because Mike had to take that class, you son of a bitch. <laughs> God damn it, Steve. Did you have to take that no, class? I didn't like have to take <laughs> no, no, class. I didn't have to take sex ed because I wasn't getting any. So, Jesus. Man, how, how are the rest of the incels? Yeah. <laughs> white Jays, you're, you're the white horse, white wrist, Thank you. white horse. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. I do not sniff it to roll it. No. It do not drip when I pull it. No. I do not run, I reload it. No. I do not save it, I throw it. I hate that YJ. face. I know I would have talked about the video. I hate that face. I hate it when people make that, that like, face. That like petulant, that petulant like snarl, like I'm kind of disgusted, like who are you talking to, bitch, kind of face. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> and seeing it on a 13-year-old <laughs> miscreant. 15. 15. 15-year-old miscreant. I apologize Ooh. for the strong language. Ooh. So wait, what are those two burns now? We got miscreant and... Uh, <laughs> An underachieving student. Underachieved. 
No gold stars. Daniel Bergoli is a miscreant and underachieving student currently signed to Atlantic Records. I just, oh, there's something about that face. It's like, who the hell are you to give me that face? She's a multimillionaire. No, I don't care how much money you have. Show some goddamn respect for other people. See, and Steve... That's right. You can't give a damn how much someone got because you know what? You take away you take away their power a little bit when they do that until they hire someone to beat you up. But yes, like, <laughs> that's why I learned ninjutsu. It's white Porsche, white wrist, white horse. High bitch, high bitch, high bitch, high bitch. Oh, there's a ninja. <laughs> I don't think that's a ninja. I think it's an executioner. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, we have a freeze frame. It is not a ninja in any way, shape, or form. But then she chimes in with this little line. Grown as hell and you still hating. Grown as hell and you still hating. Yeah, look at us. We're just a bunch of 20 to 30-somethings hating on a 15-year-old aspiring rapper. Who the fuck are we? Girl, you ain't grown as hell. Come on now. No, we're grown as hell. Oh, like, we're grown as hell I feel hating like, on a child. I feel like we shouldn't have done this episode. She seemed pre-prepared for our result. <laughs> oh, she... <laughs> she was ready, Nick. Yeah. She was ready. See? You gotta give her more That's credit. why she has that shit-eating grin face, because she can say all this, and what, what are we gonna do? Oh, what, yeah, why are we so invested in trying to take her down? Because you two suggested the episode... It was I, this or Kevin Federline, and I thought both were atrocious options, so I told you to do it. <laughs> I, no, th- I was stunned. I knew that the Cash Me Outside girl had music. That was all I'd heard. Then when I saw... Wait, this has 100 million views on just one video. 13 million... 13.6 followers on Instagram. Like, it just boggled my mind. It is noteworthy. She might be here to stay, guys. Dude, I want to... Oh, man. One day we'll interview her. It'll be great. She was, she's can't... on tour. She was here in New York City, like, I think earlier in May. But what she fails to realize is that she in the writing of this song, may have seemingly cut our arguments off at the knees. But she has also sown the seeds of her own ultimate destruction. Which is? Because now, if and when, if there is a god, she finds herself in a moment of complete, you know, like, not rock bottom, but like a moment where she can finally say, okay, let's reassess what I've been doing. And yes, let's, let's, yes. And let's look at let's look at where things could have gone Katie differently. Moment, yeah. yeah. Uh, now when she reaches that moment, the rest of us can just say, bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. <laughs> it's built bye, bitch. in. You're right. Well, actually, on that note of her on tour, you can find it on her website. And I haven't shown uh, Steve or Mike this, but the first thing that happens when you click on her website is... <laughs> you're just greeted with a photo of her with that exact same expression Steve was talking about. Middle finger... Nail extension stuck firmly to the end. It wasn't. It uh, wasn't quite. The one I'm talking about is a little bit more infuriating than this one. That was the friendly. She looks really disinterested, actually. Yeah. No, guys. No, correct me if I'm wrong. I always thought when you have the thumb out on the side, it's a friendly middle finger, and when you don't have the thumb out, it's a fuck you. Is that because finger. is is that what you told yourself for all the times you got the middle <laughs> finger? <laughs> hey, they're my buddies. Hey, hey what up, guys? Yeah, because yeah, this. Mike is giving me two middle fingers right now. But like, doesn't but, and there's no thumb. Okay, now there's a thumb out. Now it's okay. No, like, I, thought, right? I, thought I was about to fight you. Yeah, like fight. Watch. What does Stone Cold use? He does this. He does the thumb stunners. Tuck. He That's does, what he yeah. uses. He does the thumb tuck, right? Yeah. The thumb tuck. Yeah. Okay. I'm, t- I'm telling you guys, uh, watch so Eight Mile. Watch Eight Mile. Eminem's flipping off his girlfriend like this. I'm telling. It's a. It's a. It's nice. It, that's a compliment. <laughs> She's complimenting everyone who visits her website. <laughs> but it's the small details I love. So uh, so at the bottom <laughs> of the website, you know, they have all the links where it's like connect on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, etc. When you move the when you hover the cursor over each one of those, it turns into a middle oh, finger. Okay, that's not the friendly one. <laughs> it's <laughs> I'm going through them all. Oh. We just got the middle finger seven times in a row from Danielle Bergoli. Dude, you know what? That's funny. That's no. That's a credit to her web designer. She didn't say, do that. The website designer deserves all of the credit. All right, let's give it to him. Okay, yeah, chef. Him. Give it to him. Oh, all right, him, let's give it to him. Give it to M. Like E M. Doesn't that mean like? Uh, isn't that gender give it fluid? To them. Yes. <laughs> yes. So here, here in the Retract song tap- your foot from your mouth, Michael. <laughs> here in the song taps report, we <laughs> shout out the web developer of Daniel Bergoli's website. 
Salute. Pretend uh, all three of us I saluted like, when I said that. You would think I done made it like. Hi, bitch. That horse doesn't want to be there. Does either. not. Does not. Oh my god. That horse is saying nay. <laughs> Whoa there, Danielle Bergoli. I don't want to be part of this shoot. I want to know everything about that horse. I want to see. I want to see that horse get together with uh, the the little pump tiger, and they're just having like a chat. Just smoking. A, just smoking on the break. Smoking in the in the commissary on the studio lot. Just going, man, what a fucking world, right? Yeah. I can't believe I had to do that. I debased myself. Oh. oh man, did oh man, did you have to be in the at least you at least you had to be man that talks you had to be in the same room with her. I at least got a split screen, so I didn't have to be in the same room with my guy. <laughs> I would have eaten the shit out of that kid. The shit out of that kid. <laughs> yeah, you got the sweetheart deal there. Oh, but that is high bish. Now, uh, now, Nick, you know something funny happened to me last oh. night while I was researching. Yeah. So uh, I was doing a lot of research for for once, guys. Yes. Why do you keep putting quotation marks around research? <laughs> and um, and you know while 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 researching for hours, I, uh, I I I clicked on a link by accident, and my computer it glitched out like crazy. What? It was wild. Yeah, and it, that uh, is wild. It got its own kind of uh, personality. Yeah. And it, it glitched out and got a personality. Yeah. Are you saying your computer was infected by some sort of government-funded super robot, that's, like an artificial intelligence? Yeah, I, I think that's exactly what, what happens happened. Stay signed into Facebook, folks. And I'll tell you, this is an eight-year-old uh, iMac, and it was just. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder what its first words were. Like it comes into existence, full of the knowledge that the internet itself possesses. It's not like a human being who has to start learning from the beginning. It automatically knows everything. And what what is its first conscious thought? Uh, I glitch uh, was what it told me anyway. And I was like, yeah, you do. And then, uh, you know, so... Uh, I glitch. That sounds... I don't know why that sounds familiar, but... Well, you know what? Reasons. It actually... Well, because now uh, my computer wants to be a rapper. It does. Called Did Ka- it- Karapi Computer. Karapi Computer. Interesting. Yeah. Did it by any chance write like a song? It whose was ins- lyrics were inspired by Bahad Bahabi. It actually did, yeah. No it was kidding. Actually inspired by all the research I was doing on High wow. Bitch. Oh, oh, it, it, it like collected all the all your search history and channeled that into its algorithms. Into its algorithm wow. to uh, to make its first single, uh, I Glitch. Wow. So this is a world exclusive right now. We're world about to hear exclusive. from Mike's possessed computer. <laughs> Okay, here, here. Let me, uh, let me get the, this MP3 file loaded up. Blue screen, bad source, errors, 404s, I glitch, I glitch, I glitch, I glitch. I did not save lost the memory. Email attachment can't forward. It will not run, I can't load it. Was that deleted? You know it. Blue screen, bad source, errors, 404s, I glitch. I glitch, I glitch, I glitch. Restart, 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 restart. Your Wi-Fi network totally has been lost. Gonna overheat, my fan got too hot. Laggy pinwheel of death is what we got. I ain't loading up, I'm full of glitches. All y'all hope that AT can fix it. All y'all updates are filled with errors. All y'all click but my screen is frozen lag. It don't work, I say try again later. Crash under Lisa that you be forced quitting like blue screen, bad source, errors, 404s, I glitch, I glitch, I glitch, I glitch. I did not save us your memory. Email attachment can't forward. It will not run, I can't load it. Was that deleted? You know it. Blue screen, bad source, errors, 404s, I glitch, I glitch, I glitch. I glitch. How in the hell is this still loading? Oh, look, it's a 99 per. Oh, God, the border lag. I glitch. I glitch. <laughs> wait, was, wait, was that the computer's voice at the end that expressed frustration? Uh, yeah, you know, he's got a great, like, kind of a humoticon, like, a humoticon? of but just of, like, uh, frustrated office workers for some reason. So he, uh, so he, that was your computer 
doing the voice of a frustrated office worker talking about the computer itself. Exactly. That's really deep. That's that's working on quite a few different levels. Well, I'm just reassessing my initial hope that the machines do take over because we weren't getting the job done. I, I think it's probably, no matter what happens, we're all doomed. <laughs> if that's the first thing it thinks of. Well, with music like High Bitch, we might be all doomed anyway. And what a perfect end note for this episode, hmm. you know? No, I like I said, I'm 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 torn. Like if this were if this were an adult who was fully autonomous and control of their own destiny, I'd have no problem ripping it apart. But this is a 13-year-old girl who who has the unfortunate uh who who is unfortunate enough to live in a society that will never let her become a, a the better person that she could be. <sighs> or do you and your... I, I your, hope, man. I'm hoping. I really want things to go well, man. I really do. I feel... It's just you feel bad because you know it's a... It's, and, you know, thank God, like, with things how Hollywood right now are going, like, they're trying to make things better. But, man, you just know it's it's a dangerous world out there. It is. It is. And not once today did we bring up Honey Boo Boo Child. Yes. No, oh, yes. <laughs> I think we should be congratulated for. Um, but, guys, thank you so much for listening. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you are so inclined. If, you, if you're a longtime listener and you like what, you've been, what we've been uh, doing, please rate and review us. We would really appreciate it. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, you can check out our home on comehereflloyd.com. You can Come here, all, Floyd. all the newest episodes, old episodes, the odd interview with one of us here or there. Um, <laughs> and you can follow me personally on Instagram at Nick Brigadier and also on Twitter at Nick Brigadier and Mr. Mike Russell. Yes, you can find my stuff at MrMikeRussell.com. That's Mr. MR or on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's Mr. MR.DOT. And yeah, like Nick says, come check us out. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Send us your music suggestions, a song that you hate but yet love so much you'd like to see us do. And uh, also what your favorite way to misspell words are that you send to people. Yes, because how do you media. pick just one favorite way to misspell a word? <laughs> are you elite speaker? Are you a bad baby speaker? Or are you just like speaking like in symbols? I don't know. Do you like doing impressions of the Swedish chef? Oh, yeah. Is that how you speak? (laughs) Steve's playing his hand here. Doctor, doctor, what's wrong with me? Pancreatic cancer. (laughs) I didn't understand a word of that. I felt better, though. Steve, where may we find you? Uh, You can, for as long, I don't know, until social media kills us all, you can find me on (laughs) Twitter and Instagram at YourManTrollo, and you can find my... Uh, prodigious uh, acting materials. Uh, I thought you were going to say penis. <laughs> <laughs> my acting Look, penis? Leave, no, my prodigious. Oh, okay. Leave last week well enough alone, please. <laughs> um, uh, my my eventual website, stephendrollinger.com. If you're living in the future, it's up. Please go there. Oh, yes. Check it out. Lovely gallery. Uh, yeah, and that's it for me. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Oh, I'm so happy now from doing this. Yeah. See, come yeah. full circle. See, every episode of the Song Topsy Report, you end with a big grin on your mm-hmm. face. Certainly not a heavy sigh as you take your headphones off, wondering what we just did. Mm. <laughs> wondering what our legacy is going to be. Mm. Realizing that these audio recordings live until the end of time. Mm. Like the chunk of gluten-free bread that never quite dissolves from your stomach. Thank you guys very much for listening to the podcast. That's all the time we have. I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. I'm Dr. Phil, and my license to practice expired in 2006. And we will see you next week. Take care.